Hello and welcome to Habemus Papam, episode 169, Lucius III. Dear brothers and sisters, Annuncio Vobis. Annuncio Vobis. Annuncio Vobis Gaudium Magnum. Gaudium Magnum. Gaudium Magnum. Habemus Papam. So last week we had a very long pontificate and probably a very long episode about Alexander III, which ended with triumph in his conflict with the Holy Roman Emperor Friedrich Barbarossa, but with Alexander being forced out of Rome again due to the unruly Roman commune. So today's story begins outside of Rome on September 1st, 1181 in the town of Velletri. Two days after the death of Pope Alexander III, the cardinals unanimously elected Cardinal Ubaldo Alciuligoli of Lucca as Pope, and I totally butchered that last name. Taking the name of his home city as his papal name, he became Pope Lucius III. Ubaldo was born in Lucca at the close of the 11th century. He studied at the University of Pisa, canon law, and then was brought to Rome by Pope Innocent II, who made him a cardinal deacon in 1138. Two years later, he was made Cardinal Priest of Santa Presede, and then in 1158, Adrian IV made him the Cardinal Bishop of Ostia. He served for decades as a member of the Papal Curia, being entrusted with many and very diplomatic and administrative tasks. And if you can think back to all the conflicts we've had in the past couple episodes, he probably pulled some role in most of those. Lucius III was installed as Pope in Velletri outside of Rome immediately after his election. Now, he was able to get into Rome not long afterwards, but was soon driven out again by the Roman commune. Apparently, there was a huge conflict between Rome and the town of Tusculum. Now, you might remember the counts of Tusculum who were in charge of Rome during the Dark Ages. The Romans naturally hated them and tried to destroy their town several times. But when the the Pope with German help stopped them, they got really angry. But when the German help dried up, the Roman commune went crazy. They sent an army against Tusculum and blinding every priest and deacon they found along the way in retribution against the Pope. Now, needless to say, Lucius III was not going to make it back into Rome with such rage present there. He moved to northern Italy in 1183. In northern Italy, Lucius eventually met with Friedrich Barbarossa in Verona. Now, there are several issues that needed to be resolved in Verona between Friedrich and Lucius. The biggest centered on Friedrich's son, Henry VI. Friedrich wanted Henry to be crowned his co-emperor and designated successor. Now, the Pope wasn't too keen on this, and he chose not to crown Henry. But when what made matters worse was Friedrich's plans for Henry's marriage. He wanted Henry to marry Constance, the daughter and heiress of William II of Sicily. Now, this is a time then to understand why this was such a big deal for us to step back and look at the situation. If we have learned one thing from the Middle Ages, it's that when the emperor is against you and you are the pope, what's your game plan? What do you do? You turn to the Normans in Sicily, and it's happened again and again and again and again. When the emperor is against you, you turn to the Normans. When the Normans are against you, you turn to the emperor, and you always need the two played off against each other. But if this marriage goes through, there becomes this possibility that now Sicily becomes a part of the empire, and now the pope is surrounded. And so there was some serious concern, and this concern of the unity between the empire and Sicily is going to play a huge role in our podcast going forward. It is one of the major geopolitical considerations that the pope is completely caught up in. Now, the other big area of dispute was over Tuscany. 
the emperor and the papacy both were fighting over territory, which originally belonged to Matilda of Tuscany, who had donated all her property to the Holy See on her death. There was a movement on this front, and it will continue to be source of conflict for the popes. So tensions were growing again between the empire and the papacy, but there was no definitive breach. And in fact, there was a common concern that the emperor and the pope did agree on, and that was the state of the Latin kingdoms in the Holy Land. It was clear that the crusader king there was in serious trouble, and a new crusade was going to be needed. So plans were being made, but they would have to wait for a later episode, because Lucius III died on November 25th, 1185, in Verona. He was buried in the cathedral in Verona, and his tomb can still be found there today. And he was succeeded by Pope Urban III, and we will talk about him next week. Thank you for listening to Albemus Popham. You can check out the rest of the Catholic Bites podcast at catholicbitespodcast.com, or you can find us on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. Please subscribe, leave a review. Thank you, and God bless you.